Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join the conversation. We're asking who the MVP is right now, Mahomes or Hurts. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Morning, Harry. Good morning, my man. You getting ready for January 3rd? Yeah, January 3rd. That's when Fitz and Harry start every weekday, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. See how quick I learn? Every, yeah, that's right. Every weekday, baby. <laughs> Not just Mondays. Every weekday. <laughs> then James got on the mic. Harry was like, every what? Monday... <laughs> noon to 3 p.m. And, and then he was like, no, I just meant because it's starting on Monday. And then James realized actually January 3rd is a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so every every single weekday, right? Oh, That's what we're saying? Every, every single, single week starting weekday. Tuesday. Except that first January, Monday. Yeah, January. Tuesday, January 3rd, it starts. Not, not on Monday. So Justin Herbert leads the Chargers past the Miami Dolphins 23-17. And we've Looked at it from the Tua Tungavailoa point of view in the Dolphins. Key was asking, is this offense portable? So far, the answer is no. They have lost to a very good Niners team. And then they turned around and lost to a Chargers team. Although I thought they would lose to the Chargers. The Chargers secondary stepped up. Guys off the bench stepped up, no question. But the Chargers are going to charge her in the end. But they got to get your hopes up first, Harry. They're like a mini Cowboys, you know? And we'll see if, like, the most impressive thing that Joe Burrow did to me with Cincinnati is he completely changed the culture. They go from a team that, of course, is going to disappoint you in the end to a team that almost got almost won the Super Bowl, right? Can, can Justin Herbert, that's the hardest thing to do, break the culture of a franchise and turn it around? That still remains to be seen. But he is very, very good. And we can we, we talk about Tua and whether the league has figured him out all we want. Justin Herbert completed a career-high 39 passes. They drop him back 51 times. He goes 39 of 51, 367 yards and a TD. He's the first NFL quarterback to throw for 1,300 yards in his first three seasons. Now, yes, he has that extra 17th game. So Wait, say it again. What I say, 100? Oh, okay. 1,000, excuse me. 1,300, I think. I hope people understood that I meant 1,000. 1,300 yards, boys. The worst quarterback in the league. 13,000 yards in his first three seasons. I mean, you know, again, I didn't major in math, but it seems to me that's an average of 4,233 yards. I think he surpassed Andrew Luck. And Luck was like the the second coming. Uh, he He has that extra 17th game, but this guy is bananas, and he's doing it without an offense that... That I mean, he dropped back a lot last night, but it's not like the Chargers have had this incredible offensive scheme to make the most of his deep ball and all that stuff. Brandon Staley, by the way, has been criticized a lot for going for it in, in moments the analytics say go for it, but the old football heads say don't. Yesterday, he went for it in a spot I don't think I would have just because the offense wasn't getting yards at the time. I probably would have kicked the field goal, but I get going for it. They got stopped. 
But getting, but even during that stop, they pinned the Dolphins back. They got the ball back in good field position. Later in the game, he goes for it, and it works. Brandon Staley, you got, you got, you got your weapons back. You got those receivers, Keenan Allen and Williams. And what, what, what did, what does that mean for you? Keenan uh, was, you know, his usual self tonight. I felt like, you know, nine guys caught passes tonight. So that's that's the offense that we like to play, where people touch the ball. I thought we ran the football well enough. Um, and like I said, Justin was was fantastic with his decision making tonight. That's a good defense that we just played. I have a lot of respect for them. Um, so to do it against them, you know, I think is a, is a great thing for our team. What do you think, Harry? What did Justin, did Justin Herbert prove something in this game? Well, I think he showed why he was the number six pick in the draft and he showed why so many people rave about him. I think the thing with Justin Herbert this season is that, you know, a lot of people on this team has been hurt, including his wide receivers. This is a game where he had Keenan Allen out there who had 90 yards uh, receiving. Then he had Mike Williams, his big body target. And you see it in the touchdown you see it on the screen right now where you could just throw a football up to a guy with that size and height and he's going to make a play. It also showed up on a deep ball on the right side of the field, a go route, uh, on plays that I've seen Mike Williams make over and over again for Deshaun Watson while he was at Clemson. That's why you want guys like that on the football field because uh, it increases, uh, I'll say, your quarterback chances of making plays when you have your top dogs. Not who was that, it who called it an 80-20 ball? It's not a 50-50? No, I call it I call it 100-100. Hundred hundred. It's hundred hundred to me, baby. Not one hundred, one hundred, Max. You know, get trying to be all proper. No, it's a hundred hundred. That's what we call it. Hundred hundred. You know what I always say, Harry? Keep it ninety. Keep you got to give yourself. <laughs> you got to give yourself some wiggle room. Keep but, it ninety. But I, I thought it was good for this team to get this win last night because I thought it was a must win uh, for two, re- three reasons. Number one, Justin Herbert hasn't been to the playoffs, and we mentioned him so much in this, you know, this young elite quarterback category, right? And then this football team as well. like he hasn't had good teams with him. He's had some weapons. Yeah, Yeah. and and, and this team needs to try to make the playoffs, and winning this game last night was another step towards that direction. And then, thirdly, Brandon Staley. This is a game that Brandon Staley loses last night. If he doesn't get it on that second, fourth down, right, and I got to give a lot of credit to Austin Eckler because initially he was hit short of that goal line. But the strength of him and the determination to get in the end zone propelled him to score that touchdown. And, you know, I think it, I think it made it 17, uh, 17 to 7 at that time. If they don't score that touchdown, now the Dolphins, they have the ball backed up, but it's still a 10-7 ball game. And it's anybody's game at that point. So I, I just thought last night that this team found a way to win. Right, they found a way to win. Granted, they still had Duran James didn't play, Joey Bosa didn't play, Slater's out, Slater's out, Bryce Call- Callahan didn't play, J.C. Jackson's on. But IR. I want to get into Slater because the secondary actually played very well. And no, it's they not did. Ju- it's, uh, they, they, they played very well. So like I, but when Slater went down, remember Justin Herbert started. He wasn't supposed to. Then he and he starts because of injury. Week one, uh, three years ago, was almost as good as Patrick Mahomes. Like, he was immediately almost as good as anyone you could see, right? Yep. And had a great year. And so the, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's going to regress a little bit year two. He had to get a little lucky. Look at all those completions on fourth down, let alone third down. He got even better year two. They bring in Slater. They get him his blindside protection, yep. right? He already had Keenan Allen and Williams. They didn't have to draft Jamar Chase like the, 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 the Bengals did instead of Penny Sewell, right? They, they, could, they could go get him his blindside protection, and Slater was great, and it made a difference. Slater's out. And the pass rush was getting there every single time. As, as Collinsworth said, Herbert had to make the first guy miss. Kind of the game plan is, all right, Justin, you make the first guy miss and then do something. And he did. So, like, look, we, Herbert's great. Let's see if he can get him to the playoffs. On the other side is Tua Tungavailoa. 
The question is, as key is, is this offense portable? Can you beat San Francisco on the road? No, you can't. Can you beat the Chargers on the road? No, you can't. Neither game was really that competitive, actually. I'll take it a step further. Um, Are they going to be able to be able to beat Buffalo next I, week? I don't think they can be portable being one-dimensional. So They're one-dimensional right now. Do you feel, Tua Tungavailoa, like defenses have figured you guys out? I would say they're well. The defenses that we've we've played have been playing exactly what what we've expected them to play. That they've put on film, um, and you know, it, it really just goes back to the details of how we play our offense, and we're we're not all dialed in with that. So we'll, we have to go back to the drawing board, figure this out. You know, gotta gotta keep from losing. I mean, it sucks. Harry, have defenses figured out the Dolphins' offense? I think what they figured out, Max, is that if I can negate Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle, I'm going to beat the Miami Dolphins. Is that a yes? What? What? What, <laughs> what are you scared of, Harry? No, no, Dolphins? no. I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all. I'm just saying, like. That's that's the thing. Like, if you can negate that sounds those like two a guys. yes to me, Harry. You're a straightforward dude. You are not afraid to say yes or no. Why are you afraid to say yes? No, it's not that I'm afraid to say yes. I just understand. Like, for this offense to be thriving, the run game has to be going. And so, the run game is like terrible right now. For so, them. in other words, yes, they figured out the offense, provided the offense remains one dimensional. One dimensional. I understand. Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, have defenses figured the Dolphins' Dolphins offense out? I think they've figured out the Tua Tonga Vailoa isn't very good. <laughs> Woo! Ooh, Let's see. There's an opinion, boy. Came in I, hot. I shouldn't say not very good. I should say not nearly as good as he played earlier in the year. Man, he is just missing guys all over the place and throwing into tighter spots that he shouldn't be throwing into. I mean, you watch Herbert last night. Remember the play, I think it was early third quarter, where he zipped one to Keenan Allen on the sideline. Yes, and, and, Keenan, and they, they, they wait, is that the challenge? Uh, it was not the challenge. It was the one, it was just a simple out, but you wonder, like, how did he get the ball in there in such a tight window? And even Allen kind of pointed to him right away mm-hmm. and said, Hey, that's unbelievable throw. That's the difference. Tua can't do that. No, but Tua- very few people who ever lived can throw the ball like Justin Herbert, right? I mean, like he's special. Well, yes, but at the same time, if you're Tua, you can't you have to know who you are and you can't try to do that. Mm-hmm. And I thought last night that's that's one thing that he was doing and then he's just missing guys all over the place. The last 2 weeks he's been incredibly inaccurate. And I I understand that earlier in the year when he's hitting guys and it's just, you know, a quick, uh, you know, over the middle with Waddle or with uh, you know, Tyreek Hill that they can just go and take off. But this is not a situation where Tua is, is all that good. I think if you took away the weapons that he has, you'd see he's just another guy. And I would also argue that there are, are a lot of guys in the league that if you put in his situation – with Waddle and Tyreek and other guys, that would be playing just as well as he did throughout the majority of the season. So, Harry Douglas, Max Keller, and Harry's in for Q 
Keyshawn and Jay Will today, and we're talking to Keyshawn Carlin right now. Doesn't think, <laughs> doesn't think all that. <laughs> You're going to order an apology host to Keyshawn for that Carlin one. on ESPN Radio. Um, Chris, you were on the call for the uh, Eagles and Giants for ESPN. You've seen both guys play in person. Who is the MVP? Mahomes, who is the better player and actually the MVP, or Hertz, who Harry says is the MVP. Who's the MVP? If I had to vote today, I would vote Hertz. Everyone's and wrong about this. Get I listen. I don't disagree that I might be wrong about this, yeah. but as great as Patrick Mahomes is, I, I'm looking at everything that Hertz does. So he goes yesterday. He rushes for 77 yards and a touchdown. He throws for 217, which is all right. Not a terribly big number. But if you watch him run that offense, that is a well-oiled machine. And, yes, there are some good weapons there, but a lot of it has to do with the throws that he makes, with the decisions that he makes. I think he has been the MVP in the truest form. I'm a guy that when you're going to vote for MVP, who has been most valuable to their team's success? It's 1 and 1A between those two, but if I had a vote today, it would be Jalen Hurts. If I had a vote after Week 18, it very well might be Patrick Mahomes. I just think that Hurts has had uh, the better overall impact on a better football team, frankly. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, he's had a phenomenal season. Um, I want to talk about the Giants because that's the team that Jalen Hurts had a good day against or that Philadelphia Eagles team on offense, defense, and special teams had a great day against. Do you see the Giants officially hitting rock bottom after they came yesterday? Harry, I think this has been one of those situations where through the first seven games – it was the impact of a new head coach that guys are, are really responding to. And, and we've all seen these before. Uh, the, the team that gets a new coach and they play very well for him in the first year, but it actually doesn't change what's going on with the team. And that is that the roster is not nearly as good as it needs to be. And I think that got exposed yesterday. I think it's been exposed uh, over the last six weeks. The Giants are in kind of no man's land at the moment, and I'm pretty sure that Joe Shane is not going to fall into the trap of thinking, well, you know, maybe we do a couple of things here and there. All of a sudden, next year we can go win the division. No, 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 no. This is year one that saw a team overachieve through the first half of the year, and then now they're kind of coming back to earth. So I I actually don't think it's the worst thing in the world for this to happen because it just needs to remind people that this is a team that needs to be reconstructed to a degree. Chris, I agree with you 100%. I'm a huge Giants fan, and I'm very happy with where the Giants are considering this is an evaluation year. Let's see what we got. We were not supposed to, to be above 500 at this point of the season. I could not be happier with the choice of head coach. I don't think I'd take any head coach over the team that, that the guy that my team got, right? You listen to Dable at the press conferences. That's how you talk. An honest, straightforward guy. Uh, and he, he's not trying to show you he's a tough guy. He's not trying to show you he's a smart guy. He's just an excellent football coach. You look at the Buffalo offense since he's left, what it looks like. I, I, you know, if you're a Giants fan, and I am one, all the anything over 500 is gravy this year, right? I was not expect like it, 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 the roster is what it is. I think Shane's going to be very good. I'm happy, Harry. But but Chris, I want to ask you and Max both a question. Looking at this Giants team right now, they're seven five and one. 
right? And they have that tie with the Washington Commanders that I think could play a factor in them making the playoffs or not. But you look at their schedule, right? They have the Commanders, the Viking, the Colts, who are good on defense, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Is it a possibility that this team could miss the playoffs? I think it's possible they could miss the playoffs, yeah. I, I think if yeah. they make the playoffs, you take it as just an unexpected gift. I, yeah, I a think, gift because those young guys get playoff experience, right? Yes. Like some of those core draft picks. That's has exactly. great, yeah. Yeah, I think that's – anything that happens in year one here is kind of gravy. You're headed in the right direction. They could definitely miss the playoffs. Uh, I would anticipate the one break they're going to get is the game in week 17 is probably – or week 18, rather, is probably gonna, not going to mean anything mm, yep. for the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I think they're going to be in that spot. So if that's the case, we've seen that happen a few years ago with Doug Peterson and Nate Sudfeld where it kind of hosed the Giants uh, when they were going to play their guys. But the other thing is, um, I think the best way to sum it up, I mean, you guys remember Todd Bowles with the Jets year one? Mm -hmm. They won 10 games. Mm -hmm. And it was with a roster that wasn't all that great, but it kind of got them off track. And they thought, well, you know what? Maybe we are better than we thought. And they tried to kind of, instead of rebuild it, retool it a little bit. Yeah, Shane's and, been sober about this. He's been yes. clear-eyed about it. Yeah. They, and, and they went 14 and 34 the next three years. Right. You know? Right. 100%. Chris, I'm 100% with you there. It is nice to feel that you're in good hands with an organization. You know, for years now with the Giants, people would ask a Giants fan, like, what do you think they should do? And the, I'd have all kinds of opinions. And nowadays, when people say, what do you think they should do? I'd be like, I, they know what they're doing. They know more than I do, right? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm in good hands. It's been a long time since I felt that way, guys. Uh, hey, so are the Eagles the best team in the NFL, period, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Look at what they're doing defensively. I mean, I think that's getting overlooked. You know, we're knocking them a few weeks back for not being able to stop the run. They have completely bottled it up. Over the well, they got Jordan Day. They got their guys back, right? Yeah. Well, that, that's part of it. But they, you know, just just shutting it down altogether last week uh, was, I think, a, a huge, huge win against uh, Derrick Henry. And then look at them yesterday. I mean, Brandon Graham is 34 years old, and he went out and had three sacks yesterday. A and he's got, I think, what, seven or eight now on the year. Graham was the only guy, the, he made the only defensive play in the Super Bowl that won it. Yeah. <laughs> like the, guy, the first defensive play that was made in that game essentially won the game. It was by Graham. Yeah. And they had seven sacks yesterday. They, they, I think they cover exceptionally well. They got Avante Maddox back yesterday. I, I am a little bit concerned by the fact that Jordan Mailata left that game, that Reed Blankenship left that game, their safety. So they got a little bit banged up yesterday. So I would pay attention to that. But I, I don't think there's any question they're the most complete team in the league. For sure. Uh, I, I, you know, it pains me to say it. Mm. I hate the Eagles with a passion. Well, they're going to get Dallas Goddard back, too, at some point. Yeah, yeah, man. And Goddard's so good. They're like, Zach Ertz, uh, see you later. <laughs> like, we got this other guy. He's cheaper. He's younger. Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Always great talking to you, Chris. All right, fellas. Stay handsome. Uh, like we can't help that. Yeah, we, def we definitely can't help that, Max. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is the betting favorite for MVP for the first time this season. Remember, it was Josh Allen all preseason. Then it was Patrick Mahomes because he maybe two was in the mix. Jalen Hurts, the betting favorite for MVP right now. And, you know, Dan Orlovsky came on this show and said, 
Hurts, Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. And a lot of preseason people were taking Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson. But I'm going to throw a name in there that for whatever reason right now, no one's talking about for MVP. It's funny that no one's even talking about this guy. You wouldn't think it, but they're not. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I have some familiarity with Jalen. He is one of the best competitors I've ever been around. Hurts, quarterback draw, straight up the gut to the five, and easiest pie into the end zone. This guy is the CEO of this football team. This guy's the limit. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay today. Jalen Hurts, betting favorite for the first time this season to win MVP. Caesar Sportsbook has it like this. Hurts is minus 110. Mahomes is plus 200. Burroughs plus 500. Josh Allen's plus 1,200. Tua's now plus 3,000. I think Tua may have played himself out of the MVP talk. Tyreek Hill's plus 8,000 because it's an MVP. MVP is a quarterback award, right? Like every now and then in my lifetime. Like a running back may have grabbed. Adrian Peterson has the greatest year ever. Lawrence Taylor, right? But like, and that was back in the day. The quarterback's so important right now. I'll tell you this. If Derrick Henry doesn't get hurt last year, and yeah, rushes for over 2,000 yards, I think he wins MVP last year. But, like, Tyreek Hill might have over 2,000, and he ain't going to win it. Yeah, you're right. But I think that with Derrick Henry, it was so... So blatant so, that he was the whole offense. Yeah, and he was the guy that was going to get the football, and team still couldn't stop it. What is Hurts doing on the field, in your eyes, Harry? Because you have him ahead of Mahomes. What is he doing on the field? I have Mahomes ahead of Hurts. What was he doing on the field to pass him as MVP favorite, in your view? Um, I, I think, for me, a lot of things that I see... Jalen Hurts does. Number one is his leadership. 
I think the way he commands the huddle, the way he's at the line of scrimmage, um, it doesn't matter what's the down and distance, whether it's first, second, third down, or fourth down, and we've seen that uh, time and time again this season. They believe that Jalen Hurts is going to get them into the right play and will them to win. The second thing that's big for me when it comes to Jalen Hurts is his body language. Body language is everything. And when you have a guy who's your leader playing the quarterback position, and let's just say he misses a throw or a guy drops a ball or you have a guy who fumbles the football, you never see him jump up and down or frowning and making these, you know, these ugly faces because someone messed up. That's huge for me. That's big for me. That's one of the things when I was playing in my 10 years that we used to find guys in our meeting rooms for, bad body language. Number two, number, number, uh, number three, the way he's throwing the football. He's throwing the football effectively from the pocket. He's beautiful it down the, the field, pocket, beautiful, and he stored it on the run. Scramble plays, Harry, not just lasers, but like with touch. No, he, he had feathers it into the receiver's hands to Devonte Smith, and Devonte Smith didn't get his second foot in, but I, I hit uh, Ryan Clark. Oh. I said, "RC, look at that throw." He was like, "It's a perfect ball, perfect." And Devonte Smith didn't get his foot in, but it was literally the perfect ball. He's thrown a lot of those and. Number four for me is his legs, the way he utilizes his legs in the run game. And Shane Steichen has done an unbelievable job in designing runs uh, for Jalen Hurst. And then last but not least, the positive attitude. The positive attitude means everything to me. Okay. Let me tell you why it's Patrick Mahomes. Number one, <laughs> since, the, since he first – I came at the first take after his first preseason game. Mm-hmm. And I said, and everyone was like, oh, you can't say that already. Who did they play against? And I, I, I don't even remember. Uh, look and at I, me, Max. Who did they play against? Oh, I got you. The Titans. Gotcha. <laughs> but but I, I said, I don't know what's going to happen in this guy's career, but I will tell my grandkids I saw him throw the ball. That's the impression that he gave me. Yep. When, it's like when you first put your eyes on Michael Jordan, you go, uh, never seen that before. It's different. Um, then the numbers all backed it up. His numbers were the best. Like 50 touchdowns, first time he started. 50! And should have been in the Super Bowl. Then he wins the Super Bowl, the team success, every and and the, and the numbers this year again. He's leading the league in touchdowns, his yards, and he's like you know, and he, and he's doing it without a good defense, and he's going crazy. They only, they're, they're ten and three, right? So it's all that he has the best numbers, but then here, Harry, when that guy does this, look at this. Just put your eyes on the screen if you're watching ESPNU. When that guy with the best numbers and the most team success and all that without the de- does that? Come on, B, it's a wrap. <laughs> like, like he does, he has an extra dimension. But let me say this. So I, you make a very good argument for Hertz, I think. And I think, but I believe it's Mahomes. And we heard Orlovsky say, what about Joe Burrow, the way he's been playing recently? What about this guy? No one's talking about it. I can't believe it because two has now kind of fallen out after back-to-back performances like that. What about Josh Allen? Like, here's the thing about Josh Allen. You know, Lamar Jackson, Not in, if he was healthy, he could get back into it. Yeah. But when a guy has all the numbers and was the preseason favorite and has a few bad games, whatever, so he kind of falls out of it, you think Josh Allen can't have two or three monster games right now and take the lead again? Because he could. Let me tell you a quick thing, all right? When I was a kid, I'm going back 30-plus years, in baseball, right? Kansas City had these crazy arms in their farm system. They just break in the majors. They traded them away. David Cohn to the Mets and Danny Jackson to the Reds, left-hander. And Danny Jackson had a season you couldn't believe. He's killing everyone with this changeup. And David Cohn striking everyone out. He's better than Doc Gooden all of a sudden. And those two, it's all year. It's either Danny Jackson or David Cohn's going to win the Cy Young. Then toward the end of the season, this cat Oral Hershiser just decided I'm going to stop giving up runs. It's all about him. Last bunch of games in that season, he just didn't give up any runs. He had the shutout streak, all-time shutout streak. And so he won the Cy Young, kind of came out of nowhere, won the Cy Young, because he was hovering right there. 
Josh Allen, if you look at the numbers, look at the team record and everything, they're first in the AFC right now, right? Look at all that, and, and he's hovering right there. It's hard to say he's going to come out of nowhere because he was the preseason favorite. Josh Allen has two, three games, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, five touchdowns. He's going to, he's going to put everyone in the rearview mirror. The, the only thing, when I look at Josh Allen, right, and I look at the three losses that the Buffalo Bills have, um, Josh Allen played a part in all three of those losses. Right, you look at the Miami Dolphins right before halftime. You're fumbling the snapping. You don't get a chance to spike it and give your chance, your team, an opportunity to get points before halftime. And then you know the late game blunders. Uh, you look at the New York Jets the first time around, turning the football over, not being effective, not being efficient from the quarterback position. And then you look at the Minnesota Vikings. Right, all you got to do is get a snapping quarterback, sneak it out of your own end zone. And you fumble a snap and you give the Minnesota Vikings a touchdown and another opportunity to win that football game. But who's number one in the, in the standings in the AFC no, in terms but, of playoff no, seating? But, 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 With all that, but, Bills are number one. But we're still talking about the MVP race. I'm just, I'm just going through. In other, right words, now, if, in other words, it's Jalen Hurts' to lose yeah. because whatever the numbers say, and his are very good. The fact is he's done everything he's supposed to do and they got the best record in the league. It's a good argument. Yep. It's not like he, he's shown any weaknesses in his game, Jalen I've Hurts. seen Patrick Mahomes against the Indianapolis Colts miss a wide-open guy, right, on a touchdown pass, and that's a game they lose. I haven't seen Jalen Hurts be the reason why his team isn't being efficient in that offense thriving. He, I just haven't seen Ace in Omaha. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Harry Douglas in for Key and J, ESPN Radio. What you got? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Harry. I enjoyed watching you with the Falcons, man. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, Yep, and I I don't really I can't argue with your reasoning for Hertz to be uh, MVP. Um, my personal opinion, I give Mahomes the slight edge, uh, and mainly because Hertz is doing what he's doing, not taking away anything from him. He's doing what he's doing because of his O line and because of his defense making his job easier. And Mahomes is doing it despite his defense and despite his O line not being. That I hear well. you. I the agree. It's he like it's, makes it's... all those plays is because the pocket is collapsing. He's, he's got to run out, so he's got to make plays like that. Right. So I, he, you know, that, that's, that's my whole reason. All right, so. Ace, we got it. Appreciate we got it. it. I appreciate it, man. I think it's a very good point, Harry. It, it, because you're comparing guys to each other, inevitably yeah. you do wind up taking credit away from one for having a good team. But even Mahomes' interceptions, Harry, he has to do a lot of extra. He does not have the team Jalen Hurts has. But I, I will say this. What did Rex Ryan say about the offensive line? Because we, we talked about this before very we good. even started, right? And I Who'd you rather you, have, the Eagles' offensive line or no, the Chiefs? No, clearly the Eagles, but right. I'm saying, but if you still have a top-five offensive line and you're in the National Football League and you're Patrick Mahomes, that says a lot. Now, the, where I would give y'all a, a, a piece of y'all's argument is defensively. And the Eagles is a top-three, top-four defensive football in the team NFL. in the National Football League. Yeah. And then they take away the football and they sack the quarterback at a very, very high level. I hate the Chiefs. I just don't like the positions, once again, that Steve Spagnuolo put his defense in and his players. Lewis in Texas, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax. Harry Douglas in for Key and J today. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing, man? Good, good. How you doing? All right. Uh, it was a pleasure. I watched you, um, Harry, I watched you um, when you was with Michael Vick, correct, in like the mid-2000s? No, it, it was Matt Ryan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. No, I apologize. Good. I apologize. But anyway, um, um, I remember watching you, and of course, I remember Max through uh, boxing. It's a, such a pleasure to be on your show. But Damn. I have to say that it would be Jalen right now because he's he's crafting the way he throws the ball. I don't know if it'll go to the like Super Bowl 
I don't think he's quite ready, but he's crafting the way he throws it. And that's something that in college he really didn't do. And for some reason, he's really crunk up. Oh, my God. And, and you got to respect it now. Uh, I don't think that Mahomes is doing anything that he's always done. He ain't special like he was when he threw for 5,000 yards. Yeah, I mean, I got to say, he, the other thing about Jalen Hurts is the eyeball test is like he is throwing some dimes. He's throwing I'm not going to front. He is throwing dimes. So when you got a guy throwing dimes and not making mistakes, and you add the run game and the team's record, it's tough to say. I'm just saying, like, you could do everything right in the NBA once upon a time, but Jordan was just more valuable, right? Like, that's the way I feel about Mahomes. It's nothing against anyone else. You could do everything right. Mahomes every, is better you than you. You have every right to feel that way, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you're even wrong. It's just, we're talking about two players who are just phenomenal. Phenomenal. So it's crazy that we even got to go back and forth, but that, that's, that's what we do. That's our job. No doubt. And not to mention, here comes Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and all these cats. Let's see what happens down the stretch. Dak Prescott, however, will not be in the MVP conversation. He was 24 of 39 for 284 yards, a TD, two picks versus the Texans. Cowboys winning in spite of Dak? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay. Clay Thompson dropped 34. Mm-mm-mm. Steph added 32 with six threes, and Golden State beat Boston 123 107 
on Saturday night in a rematch of this year's NBA Finals, last season's NBA Finals. The Monday Morning Roundup is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Meantime, Dak. Hold on, Max. What's up? Because I want to say something about Jason Tatum. All right. When you get to the Golden State Warriors, you can't hit the switch that turns everything off. I need you to step up because, see, what happened last year in the NBA Finals can't be ignored. And then what just happened against the Golden State Warriors without Andrew Wiggins being out there, and I understand you don't have Robert Williams. You didn't have, you know, Al Horford. I don't care. I just came on here last week and was vouching for you to Max Kellerman how you're the MVP of the the NBA right now. And then you go out against the Golden State Warriors and you play the way you did. It's time to step up against that team in particular. Now, now anyone who's like, oh, Harry Douglas, you're the football guy. Number one, I'm the nothing guy. I got opinions about everything. (laughs) Harry's allowed to have an opinion. Number two, Harry Douglas' brother played Tony Douglas, played in the NBA at a high level for a while, right, with the New York Knicks and others. And so I imagine you're pretty good at basketball, Harry. You played at a yeah. pretty high level if your brother made the NBA. Um, Tatum, one thing about Tatum, a couple of years ago, it was like he was being measured against like KD. How's he doing versus KD if they would meet? How well can he do? And nowadays it's reverse. When KD holds his own with Tatum, people are like, oh, good game for KD. He held yeah. his own with Jason Tatum. It tells you a lot how far Tatum went. But just like Steph, in the biggest moments against your arch rival, you got to be better. Like Steph needed to be, and he, then he was. Took him a while, though. Meantime, Dak Prescott just got a win. Do you know how long it's been since the Cowboys have won two playoff games in the same season? A very long time. It's almost three decades. We're, going, we're getting very close to three time. decades. Decades! Dak Prescott, 24 of 39, 284 yards, a touchdown with two interceptions against the Texans, and they should have lost that game. They coughed up the ball late. It was a wrap right then, right? Like, eh, they, listen, the Texans aren't good, and the Cowboys wound up winning. Dak, after the game on his recent interception problem. I'm damn sure not a fan of that. I think y'all guys know that. Uh, it's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. If you go back and all of them, yeah, some were miscommunication in the, in the past games. First one, try to fit it in too tight of a um, try to get a hand on it, ball pops up in the air. Um, the second one, my arm got hit. Yeah, unfortunately, I've got to find a way to, to take better care of the ball. Uh, but yeah, damn, damn right, it's, it's frustrating. Um, Dak Prescott, I just want to say this, Harry, came out in the same draft class with Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. Goff went first overall, went second. Dak went in the fourth round. Was it the fourth? Third or fourth? Maybe third or fourth. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Can someone look that up real quick while we're doing the radio show? Third or fourth? I thought it was the fourth. Anyway. Four, fourth round. Fourth, fourth round. round. Yeah, <clears throat> I was right. Um, let me f- stress again. I was right about that. <laughs> uh, so early on, wow, Goff looked great with McVeigh. And, you know, people forget now, but Gurley and Aaron Donald were in the MVP conversation, as was Goff for a lot of that year that they went to the Super Bowl. Then Wentz, oh my God, he's the best player in the league when he got hurt, but then they won the Super Bowl and what's going to happen? And then Dak, he just looked good from the very beginning, a leader of the whole thing. He looked clutch too, like in the playoffs against the Packers, he made clutch play after clutch play. They should have won except Aaron Rodgers made one of those, I'm just better than anyone who ever lived till that till Mahomes came around, you know, and I can do things no one else can type play. And that's why Dallas lost, but... So it was like, who's going to be the best out of this group? And now Wentz has fallen off. He's not in that conversation anymore. And it's kind of, people just assumed it was going to be Dak. You seen the way Goff is playing right now? Yeah, Goff is playing unbelievable, especially at home. Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Dak ever been to a Super Bowl? Goff's two-time Pro Bowler. 
Goff's now with his second team, second system, second coach, and doing great right now. Are the Cowboys winning in spite of Dak Prescott? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to look at the last few games that they had. Actually, the last five, Max. You look at the game yesterday against the Houston Texans, right, in a game where Dak Prescott only completed 61% of his passes. He has one touchdown and two interceptions, right? The defense uh, was able to force a turnover, but granted, I will say this. When the game's on the line, you needed the touchdown. Dak was able to uh, put together a 98-yard drive and get that touchdown. But some of his mistakes are part of the reason why the Houston Texans were even, were even in that ball game. You look at the week before against the Indianapolis Colts, and I understand at the end of the day, the Dallas Cowboys had 54 points, but at the end of the third quarter, the score was 21-19. to And Dak Prescott had an interception in that game. They figured it out in the fourth quarter, started running the ball more effectively. Then I'm going to go to the New York Giants game, and they won that game 28-20. to Dak Prescott had two interceptions in that game, right? You, you, you're stringing. Uh, you letting these teams hang in there because of your mistakes. Minnesota Vikings, Dak played an unbelievable game. Completed 88% of his passes, two touchdowns, no interceptions. The Green Bay Packers, the game they actually lost, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Once again, you strung along a team that hasn't been good this season, and they ended up beating you because of the state mistakes, and they capitalized off the mistakes, right? Now, I fast forward to now. When you move into the playoffs, right, or you're facing the Philadelphia Eagles uh, the, on Christmas Eve, you have any of those mistakes that you that you had against these team these subpar teams, and that team is going to make you pay. Fast forward to the playoffs. You think you're going to go into the playoffs and be able to throw two interceptions and fumble a football uh, and, and be able to win that game? You're going to be going home. You're going to be packing. And granted, I'm not going to sit up here and say it's all Dak because Dalton Schultz dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone. You see little drops here and there from C.D. Lamb and other guys and Dalton Schultz and, and whatnot. But at the end of the day, Dak Prescott is the leader. And one of the things that, that really threw me off in this, in this post-game interview was like um, the communication. We got to get on the same page. Well, I, what, at what point are they going to do that? You're the quarterback. That's part of your job is getting everyone on the same page from an offensive you standpoint. You keep fast-forwarding. Let's rewind. Let's rewind at the beginning of the season. Who's better, Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott? Everyone's saying Dak. Then by the by – the, Everyone, you want to know who the one person who said – Harry Douglas. Oh, I went on first take and said it, that Jalen Hurts was going to have a better season than Dak Prescott, and a lot of people looked at me like I was crazy. By four or five weeks into the season, I was singing the same tune. Jalen Hurts is better than Dak. I was still – I was in the minority by then. Still at that point, I think right now, everyone's taking. When I say everyone, you know, euphemistically, it means some. Some there's always going to be some disagreement, but by and large, Jalen Hurts is considered a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Let me let me rephrase that. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. <laughs> he throws it better. He runs it better. He makes better decisions. He's on a better team, and he le- Dak is a very good leader. But right now, ain't no one leading better than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts better than Dak Prescott. Is Dak still a top 10 quarterback? Because he was, to me, always a B-plus trending towards an A. But he got paid like he was going to be an A before he really was. And right now, you know what I think of Dak? Still, B-plus. He's well, a B-plus it's quarterback. All, it's also tricky, though, because Dak Prescott haven't, hasn't played the entire season either. He's missed a ton of games. Wah, he's played this is his 11th year in the league, practically. What is he? He's in his year six? How many years you need in the league? When did he come in? He came uh, in 2016? You concerned with the Chiefs' performance this week versus the Broncos? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio.
ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.